became a lifter for this dance team, Latin dance team. All the hot girls would dance with the, the beautiful guys uh, for like three minutes. I would come on, flip his wife over my head. Uh, she'd come down, catch her, and I'd walk off the stage. And I got the most applause. I said, this is what I want to do. Did this for a number of years. Did America's Got Talent. Uh, didn't know there were buzzers when I first did it. I was backstage and hearing these buzzers and boos from thousands of people thinking, oh boy, uh, this doesn't look so great. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by our friend, David Paris. He previously featured on episode 123, so you can go and check that out as well if you want more David, which I'm certain you will. David Paris is a seven-time acrobatic dance champion and an America's Got Talent finalist. Now, David has also taught and performed in 26 countries and created 13 instructional videos. But he was never happy with his successes. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's through sharing the show or through leaving us a review. I really appreciate it. Now, recently I've started creating some bonus content over on patreon.com slash Alex Williams. Remember, I spell Williams differently too. If you want to support me over there, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams or click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there, give you access to a ton of bonus content and a ton of other cool stuff that I've been working on. Enjoy the show. David Paris, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Yeah, man, I'm very excited to be back here and so excited for this story. Okay, perfect. So let's talk about your obsession with the world's idea of success. I feel like a lot of us are or are or have been in that same boat and this podcast is really my response <laughs> to that idea that stereotypical idea of wealth and success and fame tell me about your own experience chasing after it yeah i mean it started at the earliest times of of trying to get good grades in school and i was captain of the football team and i thought oh if i was just captain i'd get all the girls in the world i didn't get one girl from being a <laughs> football player, you know, changed into college, into finding uh, spirituality and saying, I just need to meditate the right way and I'll experience my new version <laughs> of success. And I was kicked out of various monasteries for being pathetic at it and failed at that, <laughs> uh, joined, <laughs> I decided, well, maybe I'm not good at meditating. Maybe I better be a teacher. Uh, worked to Teach for America in the South Bronx. And uh, there I had some, some success, but Again, it was trying to take kids who could barely read and give them uh, some sense of um, an, an education. Somewhat successful, and I enjoyed that. But as I was doing that, that's when my new passion came, and that was for Latin dance. Got to tell you, the best thing in the world to do is um, you don't need drugs. You can just dance with women to this incredible music. Best, best thing uh, in the world. However, I was terrible at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> despite everything I did, um, uh, women would never dance with me. And uh, but I, I still pursued it anyway. My one guy took pity on me and said, you know what? Um, you're not very good at dancing, but you're pretty strong. Why don't you be a lifter? Became a lifter for this dance team, this Latin dance team. All the hot girls would dance with the, the beautiful guys uh, for like three minutes. I would come on, flip his wife over my head. Uh, <laughs> she'd come down, catch her, and I'd walk off the stage. And I got the most applause. I said, this is what I want to do. Did this for a number of years. Did America's Got Talent. Uh, didn't know there were buzzers when I first did it. I was backstage and hearing these buzzers and boos from thousands of people thinking, oh, boy, uh, 
this is this 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 doesn't look so great. Um, we were successful, and yet I'm going to tell you, we we made the the semifinals. As many, we made four rounds, and every single time I wanted something more. So from the time I was trying to get good grades in elementary school, in high school, in college, where still with uh, being a, a salsa dancer, there was always something more I wanted, and. For the most part, I would eventually achieve my goals, but was never happy. I would try to do this special move where I could flip a girl, maybe a spinner on my head or something like this. I would do it on stage, and then suddenly it would be done, and I would be looking for the next thing. And it was only until, believe it or not, I actually got COVID uh, last year. And when I got COVID, my... um, I had my dance partner did something. I was in a coma for 32 days. My dance partner um, played salsa music and our performances on 24 seven and during the coma. And I actually remember those dreams. I was dancing in the best hotels. I was dancing in the, um, the best shows and still, I was still seeking something. And then finally, I don't know what happened, but one day I found it. It was a diamond on the bottom of the world. I took that diamond, brought it to the top of the world. I had to run over people for my own selfish reasons that I don't care. I'm getting what I finally wanted. And if I brought it to the top of the world, that elusive thing I've been looking for my whole life would finally be mine. And I got it, man. I did. I got that diamond. I brought it to the top of the world. In that same moment, I got cut in half in a way that forever has changed me. A spirit came, sliced me in half, showed me that this thing I've been looking for forever was nothing. I was suddenly nothing. And I was, I, I couldn't, I, I was stunned at this lifelong ambition looking for something actually was nothing when he showed me thousands of universes that were existing at the same time. Now you might be thinking either this is really good drugs or a really great <laughs> connection to a spirit. I don't know, man, I can't tell you, but I can tell you that the depth of that pain permanently severed any desire for seeking happiness through getting something. It was an education I wish I got much earlier, but I finally got it. When I woke up, I actually knew, oh, this is not going to be the same life. This is actually going to be very different. And I recognized I was so selfish, just like the dream, like really to some degree, my family and my friends, if they weren't on my pathway, to achieve some sort of level of acrobatic greatness, I ran them over. It was really what happened in my life. And when I could look at that, that pain, and when I woke up, I was uh, not married. I didn't have kids. At the time, I didn't know all these people were upset with me, uh, upset about my potential, uh, my problem with with COVID, that they thought I was going to die. I didn't know that. And I just felt the level of emptiness. And then, you know, they say that when you're, you're by yourself, when you, um, when you have COVID, it's absolutely true. The isolation was the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my life. I have a elderly mother who uh, was by herself. I never understood why she'd call me all the time to come visit. Suddenly I knew what it was like to be alone and by yourself. And I'll never, ever let my mother stay uh, a day by herself again. And that was my changing point. So when I woke up and I could talk and I could, I apologized to everybody and said, I'm going to live my life differently now. I called my brother, I called my friends and I said, I'm so sorry for living a life in which I put myself first thinking my happiness was based on me achieving something. That day forward, I've lived my life. This That was a year ago. And I still look for things to do. I still seek happiness and success. 
but I don't do it because I think something's going to happen. I do it because it's my passion. Most importantly, I do it with people. And if I don't do it with people, then I miss the whole point of what that spirit, why the spirit cut me in half. The, the big question that I, that I have for you is what is the meaning of light? <laughs> right. um, I can answer I, that for you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the question I want to ask though um, is, is hopefully a lot more practical, which is at the end of the day, what can I do? What can the listener do to, to try and find out what, what is our real happiness? What is, what is it that we really want? What kind of things do you do day to day to really bring yourself real happiness as opposed to chasing after this and seeking am- ambition like you had been before? Yeah, it's a great question. Thank you. I think the biggest thing is looking, am I looking for happiness at the end of what I'm doing or am I looking, can I be happy as I'm doing it? And I, that's my biggest trick. I, from the time I was a football player, I did it. I didn't do it because I was, I, I did it because I was thinking of the girls I was thought I was going to get. Um, when I did an acrobatic show, I didn't do it because I was enjoying it in a moment. I did it because maybe I'd get a standing ovation. Maybe we get, I get enough work that I didn't have to, you know, work my day job as a school teacher. And um, it never was appreciating the journey. So I think the, for the listeners, it's absolutely just evaluating why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing it for future happiness? Can you be happy as you're going for it? And what can you do to be happy now? And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working for you now. What are you here to plug and promote? And of course, where can we go for that? And where can we go for the rest of your work? Yeah, um, for the book on a COVID story, you can go to a covidstory.com or davidparisbooks.com. If you want to check out the first time we were in America's Got Talent, take a look at YouTube and look up Paradiso Dance, P-A-R-A-D-I-Z-O dance.com. Uh, also on YouTube, if you look up David Paris books, there's lots of great animation of some stuff I've done. And yeah, maybe, maybe, just maybe we're talking about the producers are going back on America's Got Talent again. So we'll keep you informed if, if, uh, if we're in the in the running. This time, if we win it, it's not because I'm going to try to be happy then. I'm going to be happy every moment, I promise you, even if we don't make it. I love it. I love it. I'm going to have links for everything you mentioned as well as anything else that you're up to down in the show notes so people can go and check that out and give you a follow. And with that, I just want to say thank you once again, David, for joining me. It's such a pleasure. Thank you. Amazing questions. Love your podcast and love you, man. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Are we looking for happiness in the goal or in the process? If the only reason I did all of these podcasts was because I liked watching the views go up, I would have quit a long time ago. I keep doing it because I love connecting with interesting people like David, re-listening to those conversations, and then helping share great messages like this one. Find joy in the journey. Special thank you to David Paris for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work, including his book, A COVID Story, which I've linked down in the show notes. And if you want to listen to more David, you can go back and check out episode 123 of Broken Bulbs. And if you want to support Broken Bulbs and the rest of the work I do, please visit patreon.com slash alexwilliams. And remember, Williams is spelled Will-I-A-M-N-S. Or just click the first link in the show notes. That's probably easier. You'll get a ton of bonus content supporting me on Patreon. And, I mean you'll get a postcard from me too, which is pretty fun. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Fine. 
I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.